Girls here with Successfully Chaotic, and today I have Robert Matthews as a special guest today. Robert is an author, and I wanted him to hop in and tell us about his new book, and also a little bit about himself. So, Robert, can you say hi to everybody? Hey, hey, hey. what's going on, everybody? How you doing? I'm Robert Matthews. Um, like Maria said, um, a little bit about me. Um, I'm from the DMV, Washington, D.C., born and raised. Um, father of two, single father of two, and um, I'm a, actually a security manager. Um, I also have a podcast which is called Cool Rob TV. It's all caps on on my podcast on my on my channel. I do a little bit of everything. I do um, motivational speaking. I do panels. I also have a Cool Rob show where I bring people on, you know, everyday businessman, women, entrepreneurs, talk about what they got going on. And like Maria said, I'm a, a first-time author. I just wrote a book. Um, just hit Amazon March the 3rd, which is my birthday. Um, Happy birthday, Bladen. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, yeah, so uh, it was just released on Amazon on Wednesday. Um, it's the number one new release bestseller, number two overall on Amazon.com as we speak right now. And the title of the book is called uh, She Was the Man and I Was the Woman. So can you tell us a little bit about... First of all, the, the Cool Rob show is awesome, and I've seen it, and you all need to check it out. But second of all, I did want to talk a little bit about the book, especially since the, it's so new. Can you tell us what inspired you to write a book? Did, have you always wanted to write one, or did it just come to you? Uh, two things inspired me. Uh, so my good friend, Donnell Oaks, um, also, your listeners, check him out. He has a book on Amazon called I Did That. It's uh, another good read. Um, I actually interviewed him on my channel, um, Cool Rob TV. You can go on there. And see Cool Rob uh, show season season five, and you will see my um, my interview with Donnell Oaks. And uh, so that's where it all started. You know, he gave me an opportunity to interview him, um, and uh, you know, inspiration came from that. And then also, I just got to thinking. I said, well, you know, I know for sure when I share my story that I know I can connect with people out there. So this story that I'm telling in this book, everybody can connect with it in some type of way. I truly believe that. So can you give us, I mean, obviously you don't want to give it all away, but can you tell us a little bit about what is the book about and, you know, what, was there anybody in there that was inspired from real life? Can you tell us a little bit about it? So this is based on the true story. So everything you're going to see in this book is uh, pretty much what happened to me in 2014. I'm retelling a story where I met a woman at the time and I fell in love with her at first sight. So I'm retelling that story from start to finish. It has a lot of juicy uh, twists and turns, a lot of crazy sex stories, um, heartache and pain. Um, yeah, heartache and pain, uh, love at first sight. And also, and also, I tell everybody, slavery. You got to read the book, what I mean when I say that, but um, a little bit of slavery in there as well. So it's a little bit of everything that's in this book. That's that. That's inspiring. That. How long did it take you to write it? Was it something that you've been thinking about? Because it sounds like, you know, with it being a true story, it's something that you went through, mm -hmm. and so it was also something you had to heal from. Yes. You know? So was this something that you know you just had inside of you, and the book was part of your healing process, or was it a little something different that inspired that? Um, like I said, it definitely was part of the healing process. Um, what I, what I realized where I'm sitting at right here, it's a table right below me. And, um, and when I started to write the book, um, when I would work on the book, I would play my music. I'm a big music player. And so what I realized was it was very therapeutic 
when I was kind of just getting it, like you said, when, they, when you put the pen to the paper, I was, a lot of the questions that I was I asked myself about the relationship and just kind of thinking back on it, I was able to kind of um, answer myself by putting it all on paper. Um, and uh, how long it took me? Um, I started way back in October last year, but I didn't really get to working on it until November last year. I finished it off January of 2021. And you said that it does have a lot of crazy sex stories in there, which I'm assuming are real too. Was that was that difficult to put that in there, or was that, you know, something that also, since it was part of the story, just ha- had to be there or didn't make sense? Nah, you know, for me it wasn't uh, at all. It was easy for me because, like I said, I you know it's my story, so mm-hmm. I can tell it better than anybody. Um, and then uh, I know this 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 kind of story, and when you read it. Um, it's juicy. Um, it's, it's got fantasies in it. You know, I, I may be reliving someone's fantasy in this book, you know. So, um, nah, you know what? To be honest with you, I was just kind of embarrassed because I say when people get to read it, they go kind of know about my life in the bedroom. But yeah. once I quickly got over that, um, it's cool. Like, I, I got a lot of good feedback. It's a lot of women that's looking at me like, like, like a steak hanging. You know, <laughs> um, you know, they're 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 all emailing you. Hey, about that book. <laughs> yeah, they definitely are. So I mean, so far so good. Well, that's awesome. I've uh, never written um, anything about any of my sexual experiences, but I do have a couple of books that I've been working on, and I love talking to other authors because you know you it, you do you pour your heart and soul into something and to be able to you know publish it and then like you mentioned that you know it's doing really well you know for that to happen that has to you know make you feel pretty good can you kind of explain to somebody you know how that does make you feel other than good obviously i mean does it fulfill something within you man um i'm glad you gave me an opportunity to, uh, to answer that because uh I didn't know what was going to happen. Once I finished the book and then I turned it in for edits and all that type of stuff, I didn't know what type of reaction it was going to get, um, you know, how good it was going to sell. And literally uh, less than 24 hours, we were at number two um, on one of the top uh, categories. And then before 24 hours, it was at number one. So um, uh, I, I, I want, it's like I want to be humble. I want to get too excited because I don't know yeah. what the, what the ending is, you know, I don't want to say the way I, I got number one, that's it. You know, I know it's mm-hmm. more to do. And also what I forgot to say is that this is only part one. Yeah. Part two is coming out pretty soon right after this. So, um, but yeah, I'm awesome. very humbling, very humbling experience. So you've already got part two in the works. Is this something that's going to be an ongoing thing or do you think you're <laughs> going to stop at two or, you know, what's the plan from there? Do you know yet? Um, so I don't know as of yet, I can tell you that, well, I can tell you right now, there's no stopping yet. We got so many ideas behind, we're working on behind the scenes and we just get started. I'm just getting started. Um, but there's definitely a part two coming when we haven't decided yet. Um, but you know, it's a lot of people that's, you know, talking to me on the back end and they think that I got something good right here. So they want to, you know, work with me and do some things with it. So I haven't decided yet, you know, I'm kind of weighing all my options, but, um, yeah, I can tell you what though. By me finishing this first book, I'm probably going to write a book the rest of my life. So it's more books to come as well. That's awesome. So I do want to kind of dig into some of the things that you said, because, you know, on the show, we love to talk just about, you know, struggles and then triumphs, because, you know, you hear a lot of the success stories out there, but, you know, you don't hear a lot of the 
times that people are going through the tough times, you know, but by the time somebody makes it to where they're doing well, you know, they just want to forget all about that, which I understand. But I feel like for people that are still kind of in the muck of it, you know, right in the middle of it, I think it's amazing to kind of hear, you know, a little bit of vulnerability. And, you know, you mentioned that, you know, your book has a lot of defeat in it, just the agony and pain of defeat. And, you know, can you explain just, you know, what, what were, what were you like during that time? You know, what did that do to you? I mean, did, was that a time in your life where you felt like, you know, there, you didn't have any options. Can you kind of paint a picture for people that are out there right now? Cause they've heard all the great things yeah. you've done. They've heard that your book's become a bestseller. So obviously, you know, those are all great things, but can we kind of rewind it back a little bit to, you know, where you were in the middle of this? I'm so glad you asked me that. Uh, you, you kill it with the questions too, Maria. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm glad, like I say, so what people got to understand is like I say, um, there were, and there were so many great times between me and this woman, but there were so many times where it was a lot of heartache and pain um, to kind of explain it. I was just asking myself earlier. Um, I said to myself, even to this day, um, I wonder why we never made it. Um, it was a situation where I was dealing with someone. You're going to you're gonna see this in the book when you guys get it. Hopefully you get it and you read it. Um, she, you know, from previous relationships, you know, she was damaged and she was poisoned. You'll see something about that in the book. Um, so to be honest with you, from the start, it, it never was going to work. Um, I was dealing with someone who who just viewed, you know, relationships and, and you know, that type of thing. She, she looked at it negative. She always, she walked into a negative. She would tell me stuff like, um, you know, like when, when she started, she said one thing, she said, when I started to fall in love, I sabotage it on purpose because I'd rather not fall in love than fall in love. You know, yeah, I was just, just, so that's what I was dealing with. So, yeah, so pretty much how I can explain it. Imagine making it to a certain point with, with someone who's, who's, you know, just kind of damaged and poisoned and you actually make it to a certain point. You think you got, you got, you got, you got, you got there, right? And then all of a sudden it gets snatched away from you. And so this is pretty much what this story is about. It's like every time I got over the hump, it would get to a certain level with her. And I'm thinking that I'm getting ready to move on to the next step. It got snatched away because I love this girl so much. I tried over and over and over again, time and time again, to try to, to, try to make it work. But you just got to read the book and you got to see part one and part two to see how it ended. Awesome. So, I mean, you did mention that she was damaged from a previous relationship. I mean, that could be hard and from both ends. And I know, you know, I've talked to people in the past who have been in the middle of, you know, abusive relationships and just toxic relationships and all of the above. And, you know, it, 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 it doesn't mean that the other person is a horrible person all the time, but it, you know, it, there is a lot of damage that goes on. And if, when somebody's damaged, if they haven't dealt with that trauma and it can, it can poison the relationship, it can poison the other person and it can cause so many issues. I, I agree with that so much. So as far as let's kind of go back to the pool raw, the show for a few minutes. And can you, can you tell us how long have you been doing that show and what started you down that path? Oh, glad you asked me the cool Rob show. Uh, so if you know me, um, you know, on a personal level, they call me Cool Rob in real life. They've been calling me that since I was in 10th grade in high school. 
I'm just a cool guy, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm known to bring people together. It's always a good time to be around me. So even though I was in high school, I'm known where I can have something and I can bring people together, 50 people together, just like that. Um, so as I was coming up, I had this thing where, you know, I like to interview people for some reason. I just like to, um, you know, just like to, to be the person asking questions. And so um, that's where it kind of all started. Um, I never used the word podcast back in the day. I didn't even know what a podcast was back in those days. Um, but it started way back in high school. So as I got older and older and older, um, I would tell one of my friends, Donnie D, check him out on YouTube, Donnie D. Um, I would let him know that, yo, I'm a, I, I, I just want to have like a talk show or, you know, something, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, and I just took that idea and one day I just uh, decided to, to make it become true. Um, shout out to my boy Ophis Raynard and Donnie D. One day uh, I just told him, say, well, look, I got this round table. I want y'all to come over. We're going to sit around. We're going to have a conversation, record ourselves. And that's where it all started back in 2019. Um, it was at the time it was called round table discussion with cool Rob. And, um, and we recorded our first sit down and, um, that's when I started my channel. And then from that point on, that's, that's what, that's where it's at. That's, that's where the we are today. That's history, right? Yeah. <laughs> So as far as the channel goes, have, have you stayed pretty similar and, you know, who you talk to and your subject matter, or has that really changed over the years? And how many years has it been? So I would say 2019, I would have to go back. If you check me out, y'all, subscribe to Rock TV. You okay. can go on there and you'll be able to see the first actual video I ever did. They say the date. I want to say April 2019 or April August is one or two. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, what was the second question again? You asked me. I'm sorry. And are, do you still talk about you know similar things, or has the show changed a lot over you know? The um. Time? Yeah. So it definitely changed because uh, doing uh, when I first started, it was just us four. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I could never get no one to come on and actually do actually sit down with us, and you know, so but it's definitely changed now. Um, it's turned into like I said, I actually have a cool Rob show where I bring on. Um. Like I said, the everyday business woman from all over the world, I meet them, uh, you know, I talk to them and then they come on and they tell me about their businesses. I, I love this is what I got going on. It's called the panel. It's where mm -hmm. I bring like four or five guests on and we talk about like current events. It's a hot topic. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's definitely changed. And then I, I also incorporated funny videos and stuff like that, too. in there. So it's definitely changed from 2019. That's awesome. So if somebody was kind of starting out in the podcast world, would you have any advice for them on, you know, what they could do better? Like maybe something that if you could go back to cool Rob when he first started the show and give him some advice yeah. on how to kind of improve, is there any kind of tips or tricks you would, you know, give yourself? Well, I would say first and foremost, believe in yourself and keep pushing, keep fighting because what happened with me in 2019 was I started off, right. I give you a quick story. My first video got 470-something views, right? Just the first time I ever did YouTube. Mm -hmm. I was excited. I thought I made it. I wanted to be successful right here and there. I wanted to, I wanted to get, I wanted to go viral. I wanted to have a million subscribers. It did not happen. I still don't have a million subscribers right now. So, um, and so what happened with me was I got upset and I just stopped doing it. I didn't pick back up on it until quarantine of this year, March. So. Don't get frustrated because success might not come right away. Just keep pushing, keep fighting, believe in your content, believe in yourself, and then everything will work out. Absolutely. I tell people all the time that, you know, 
success is like a dimmer switch. People think it's like a light switch, like on, off, on, off, but that's not how it works. It's a dimmer switch. <laughs> you know, just slowly, you know, the light goes on. So, I mean, it's one of those things too, that you have to really define what does success mean to you? We talk about that on the show all the time. You know, it's called successfully chaotic for a reason because life's chaos, right? Life yes. is chaos. <clears throat> and just when you think you're on the right path, boom, something else happens. And, but that's the truth of it. And, you know, that's really what makes life interesting is those ups and downs. How boring would it be if everything was just, just predictable all the time? It would be super boring. I mean, I would get bored pretty quickly. So, I mean, it's one of those things you got to think about. Well, if you already know that life, is chaos, then how do you kind of remain calm during the chaos, you know, calm during the storm, so to say, and how do you still become successful? And I think a lot of that really kind of dials into really thinking about how do you define your success? Because we get to define our own success. And I know a lot of my listeners have heard my story before on a lot of levels, but, you know, one of the biggest points that I love to point out is that you know, a lot of times we're following somebody else's definition of success and that doesn't lead to anything but heartache. You know what I mean? So that being said, do you feel that you know where you want to be? Do you feel that you know what your definition of success is? Um, you know what? That's a good question. Great question. Actually. Um, I, I, I guess I kind of know, am I there? I would say, no, I'm nowhere near there. Um, um, but I'm on the path of being it. Which is great. You know, and, it, and I, I think the journey is, can be, and is just as enjoyable as the destination. And it's funny because, you know, for me, you know, anytime that I've reached this, the, the, the highlight of whatever goal it is and I get there, I'm like, okay, what's next? You know, cause it was great. Okay. I checked that off, you know, but what, what's next, you know? And I think right. a lot of creatives, um, you know, are very much like that. Even if you reach that point, like whatever you've got in your mind right now that you're defining as success, I guarantee you, you get to that point, you're gonna be like, all right, this is good, but what's next? Right. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how I go uh, because um, that's how I was on my YouTube channel. I felt like I got to a certain point. It was like, all right, what's next? But then I realized, I said, hold up, I didn't really get nowhere. I need work to, I yeah. work to do. But. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think it's just kind of like having these milestones. It's like, okay, you know, hit this. And then what's next? I hit this. And I think, I think that is the beauty of all of it really is just being able to kind of define your own path along this journey and being able to really celebrate these little successes, these little wins. And, you know, it sounds like you've got a pretty big win with being able to say, I've had a best-selling book. That's, I mean, that's (laughs) something to really be able to brag about, honestly. Well, well, you know, like I say, um, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I, 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 it's almost, I'm so shocked because it's my first time ever being, uh, writing a book. I'm an author, so I don't know, should I be, should I be like, yeah, I did it, or, you know, should I remain humble? So I'm choosing well, to remain humble, but, you know, I mean, I'm kind of in celebration mode right now. I'm trying to see where this is actually going to take, take us. Um, cause we, we're like, this is only actually day, was seventh, like mm-hmm. a couple of days since it's been yeah. released. Which is great. And I think that, I mean, obviously being humble is always a good thing, but it's also okay to celebrate your little wins. You know, it's okay to be like, you know, I did that because, you know, that's the thing again with creatives, you literally thought something and you breathed it into life. You know, if you think about it like that, that's quite amazing. Every time that I end up creating anything, whatever it is, you know, I used to just do it and not even think about it, but 
you know, one of my big goals in my life now is to really celebrate every little thing, really be there and think about every little thing that I do, you know, to kind of be purposeful and to be present. And, you know, within that, that also means looking at the things I did and really thinking about, you know what, I did that. I did that. Because, you know, a lot of times we don't get that, you know, attaboy, you know, that pat on the back sometimes that we need. And so you can give it to yourself. You know, I think it's it's amazing to sit and look at something and be like, you know what, I did that. I thought about writing a book. I wrote a book. I published a book and it's doing good. That's okay. That's more than okay. I think it's commendable. Yeah, you know, every time I just take a look at this picture right here, because if, if people don't know, this is me right there. Yeah. It's actually me. And that's when it kind of hit me like, oh, I'm actually on Amazon. I'm one as we speaking right now. Absolutely. And that's great. So tell everybody, like, first of all, like with everything Cool Rob, where they can find your show, where they can find, you know, you online to be able to kind of follow you. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. So once again, uh, Cool Rob TV, that is all caps. Uh, cool Rob TV, you can go on there. You're going to see this picture right here of me, and you can okay. subscribe. That's where you can find me at. On Facebook, is Robert Matthews. Uh, just like that, my uh, my government name, Robert Matthews. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to email me and, you know, actually, you know, just connect with me in any type of way, the book, channel, whatever, um, you can email me at Raven and Rob at gmail.com um yes once again raven and rob at gmail.com facebook robert matthews and youtube cool rob tv all right and that's awesome and for your book where do they go to find your book you said amazon is that the only place they can get it at this moment or all right so i'm loving these questions that i'm reading uh so, all right so amazon kindle so you gotta uh download the kindle app right okay once you download the kindle app You'll be able to order a copy. The book is only five dollars, and you'll be able to read it right then and there. Um, I just want to say one more thing before we wrap it up. Yeah, you're good. A lot of people would ask me, like I, I was on a, another podcast yesterday. Someone asked me. They said, uh, "Can you describe what it was like being in a relationship where she was a man, and I was a woman?" And they asked me. They said, "They said, was you wearing women's clothes?" So I want people to know, like, that it's nothing like that. You're gonna see it. I wasn't wearing women's clothes, nothing like that. So that's that's not how I took it. I took it. I took it as the stereotypical "quote unquote" gender roles were reversed. Yeah, we, that's kind of how I took it. We're dealing with a situation where a woman, um, she was a, she was a woman for most of the relationship, but it was just times when she transformed into a dominant figure and wanted to dominate certain situations. Um, and and so to to know what those situations were. You have to read the book and see. There you go. See, that's what I like. Just, just give them just enough. Just give them a taste and make them want a little more. That's great sales right there. <laughs> so they'll go to um, Amazon, download the Kindle app, and you can buy uh, Cool Rob's book. Rob, go ahead and tell them one more time what the name of the book is. She was the man and I was the woman. There you go, by Robert Matthews. And you can check out his TV show, the cool rob tv on youtube and i'll make sure that this all goes into the show notes so you'll able be able to kind of click and easily get to all the places cool rob uh rob do you have anything else you want to leave everybody with before we end 
I just want to say thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I feel like I made it big being on Maria Daniels' <laughs> successful chaotic show. I really do. Like, thank you so much. Um, and Maria, I just want to say that, you know, I know you got a busy schedule. If you actually get the book and read it, maybe we could do like a follow up where we can kind of dive into the book. Absolutely. And I was going to mention that we do have a live show that airs um, usually on Thursdays at 3 p.m. I don't know if you're available those times, but if you'd ever want to be on there, it is actually for creatives, which obviously authors are creatives. So we can talk more about that after we end here. But for everybody that's listening, thank you so much. Maria Daniels was Successfully Chaotic. Make sure that you go and like and subscribe us at YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And as usual, we are dropping new episodes every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. So make sure you download and subscribe. Until next time, Maria Daniels is successfully chaotic, and my guest is Rob.